0: When B2B SaaS companies want to improve their results from SEO, they tend to think more content is the answer. They ask what new pages or blog posts can we create? Now, there's nothing wrong with creating great content and new content too. It's a core part of any SEO strategy for SaaS. But creating new content, so new pages and blog posts, is resource intensive. And it usually takes a lot of time to get published and it takes even longer to begin seeing traction and results. The question that B2B SaaS companies should ask instead is how can we optimize and amplify the content that we already have? This approach has several distinct advantages. First, optimizing current content is less resource intensive and faster than creating net new content. And second, by optimizing what you have already, you create a tight, clean foundation on your site to build off of rather than building on a mess of irrelevant content that will harm SEO performance over the long term. In this episode, I'm gonna share examples of how you can approach this for your own site. And the beauty of these optimizations is that they don't require expensive SEO tools to execute. You can do these simply with Google's free tools, your content management system, or a free SEO plugin like Yoast on your WordPress blog. To demonstrate how it works, we've analyzed Tori a SaaS management software for IT and finance terms. They're not a client of ours, but it's a good example, we think. Our findings and the actions that we'd recommend they take immediately break down into four categories. Utilizing no index tags to de-index irrelevant content, applying nofollow tags to unnecessary links, decreasing their use of subdomains to leverage their main domains, backlinks, and authority, and optimizing their main product page. Now, while that is related to Tori's site, it is by no means just relevant to them. So hopefully we can all get something out of this episode. Let's dive in. I'm Mark Thomas, I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search, and today I'm gonna talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you wanna read more, you should go to our website, it's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. Now with most content management systems, indexed is the default setting for all published content. And that means that your content will appear in search results or at least it's available to Google. An SEO best practice is to only index pages that are relevant to your visitor in their buyer's journey. So discovering, buying, using, finding help, that kind of thing. But over time, it's super common for companies to compile a lot of miscellaneous content on their site. And when they don't use noindex tags to tell search engines which pages aren't relevant to prospects, there are a number of critical SEO implications. The overall share of pages relevant to conversion becomes a small fraction of what shows up in search engine results pages. I'm gonna call that the SERP from now on, just so we're clear here. That results in fewer chances for prospects to reach the pages that you want them to visit through organic search. Many pages also have what search engines deem to be duplicate content, which can harm organic search performance across your entire site. Some of the bad content might cannibalize the content that you want your client to actually see by appearing for searches that are not the ideal response to their intent. So to improve organic search performance for our clients, this is one of the first steps that we take, and it's explained in a blog post on our site called SaaS SEO Roadmap, you can just Google that. It's fast, impactful, and it's easy to implement. And again, it doesn't require new content or expensive SEO tools. Now in our quick analysis of Tori's site, we found common mistakes that are made by most B2B SaaS businesses. For example, we discovered that two of their top indexed pages are their terms and privacy pages. And why these are necessary pages, and they certainly help with sales, they serve little purpose in educating or motivating prospects to actually buy. And by indexing them, they compete with and hurt the performance of pages that do. And because they publish regularly, Tori's blog also has a lot of room for de-indexing irrelevant content. We see this happen for most B2B SaaS businesses that post content on a consistent basis. They have a ton of blog pages that don't need to be indexed. For example, author pages, tag and category pages, outdated feature announcements, again, we have a blog post on our site about that, outdated events announcements also. Now, if Tori were to look in Google search console and analytics, they'd probably find that only 10 to 15% of their index blog posts actually generate any organic traffic at all, and even fewer generate actual leads. A much stronger approach, and what we'd implement if they were our client, would be to apply no index tags to all irrelevant pages or even remove them completely if they had no traffic. This would solely focus Google's attention on their pages that generate traffic and conversions, and ultimately make it more maintainable for the team there too. Now let's talk about no follow tags and unnecessary links. When search engines crawl a web page, they look at the links that are present. Then, based on that and the users those links are created for, they'll designate the crawled page with either more or less topical relevance. The more topical relevance that search engines determine your index pages have, the better your SEO performance will be. One of the key ways to improve topical relevance is to apply nofollow tags to links that go to pages which aren't essential to a prospect's buying journey. But most B2B SaaS companies don't do this. We'll often look at our client's website when we first start working together and we'll find that they've assigned very few, if any, nofollow tags. And this is also what we found in our quick analysis of Tori. Using the SEO Pro extension for Chrome, a free tool by Marketing Syrup, we found that most pages we analyzed didn't have no follow tags to links, such as social links, login page links, privacy page links, terms page links, careers page links. And again, it's not that these links are irrelevant to users or that they don't belong on their site. The point is that if their goal with organic search is to generate leads They should focus the attention of search engines on links that are most relevant to prospects. Now when they do, search engines will assign more topical relevance to their page, and their content will rank higher. And if they don't, search engines will assign less topical relevance and their SEO performance will be limited as a result. Picture this. You're the person who drove the idea of a business model that was one of the main reasons that HubSpot pulled off such a good IPO. And then, you join a startup that has a few thousand dollars MRR, not tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, just thousands. Find out more about why Pete Caputa made that big career move and how he grew DataBox from a few thousand MRR to hundreds of thousands. That's episode two of Inflection Point, available wherever you get your podcasts. Back to the show. Number three. Decreasing their use of subdomains to leverage their main domains, backlinks, and authority. Now, another common mistake that we see B2B SaaS companies make is the use of many different subdomains. When we looked at Tori's site, here are some examples of various subdomains they use external blog, so blog.torihq.com, internal blog, life.torihq.com, IT blog, various resource and landing pages, and PPC landing pages too. Now, it might seem like a clean way to organize a website. But creating too many subdomains means that the main domain doesn't benefit from any of the backlinks received by their subdomain pages and vice versa. So anytime other websites link to their blog, for example, their main domain, toryhq.com, doesn't actually benefit from that additional backlink. As a result, their main domain receives far fewer backlinks and their domain authority suffers and that kind of hurts their ability to rank in the SERP. Now, there may be certain cases where it makes sense to use a subdomain, such as for a knowledge base. But if Tori were our client, we'd recommend that instead they use subfolders inside their main domain to build their domain authority through backlinks. So instead of blog.torihq.com, they would use torihq.com forward slash blog. And instead of life.torihq.com, they should move that blog to a blog category and use torihq.com forward slash blog forward slash life. It's a consolidation. Moving on here, we're looking at optimizing main product pages, which is a huge opportunity. In looking at Tari's main product page, they appear to target the keyword SaaS management platform. Now given that their product and their homepage targets the variation SaaS management software, this is a great target word. However, when we search for this query in Google, Tori doesn't actually show up on the first several pages of results, so it's very unlikely that they receive any organic traffic to it. Without much effort, there are some small tweaks that Tori could make to improve their page's performance and increase its rankings in the SERPs. Number one is include the target keyword in their H1 headline. The headings and subheadings of a page are two of the most important areas of text to include your target keyword, But currently, Tori doesn't include their entire keyword SaaS management platform in their headline. We'd recommend they tweak the copy to include the full keyword. And look, that's a basic SEO best practice. The second thing we'd recommend they do here is add one to two sentence descriptions to product features. Comprehensiveness is one of the key criteria that search engines use to evaluate the quality and relevance of a page. One opportunity for Tori to increase comprehensiveness is to add one to two sentence descriptions of their features throughout the page. Ideally, those should follow a simple formula. State the pain point that the feature solves, and then state the way that the feature solves it in its simplest form. Let me give you an example here. This is from a client of ours in the job management software space. So the feature reads CRM, save yourself the headache of finding key information quickly, manage customers with multiple locations or assets. It doesn't have to be complicated, it just needs to hit on the basic pain point and solution. Ideally, you should incorporate relevant keywords into these descriptions to further improve SEO performance. The third thing here is we would recommend adding internal links to relevant pages. In the same way that there are advantages to applying nofollow tags to links that decrease topical relevance, there are actually advantages to placing links in the content of your page that increase topical relevance. The easiest way to do this is to link to relevant product and feature pages, use case pages, persona pages, or blog pages too. Now throughout Tori's main product page, they don't link to relevant content. For example, they have a whole section dedicated to integrations, but they don't link to their dedicated integrations page. In their feature description sections, they don't link to in-depth feature pages that further explain how those work. In Tori's case, they actually haven't built those yet either but they also don't take the opportunity to link out to previous published blog content. And as a result, they miss the opportunity to increase the relevance of their page. And they also miss the opportunity to guide prospects deeper into their site, which increases the chances of conversion and signals quality to search engines, which, you know, in turn helps rankings. A final, easy opportunity to increase the comprehensiveness of this product page is to incorporate more relevant keywords and satisfy search intent for their target keyword by adding an FAQ section towards the bottom of the page. To figure out which questions to address, they can take a look at the people also asked questions in Google for their target keyword as a good starter. They can also look at the topics covered in the top ranking results or pull from their company's own understanding of frequently asked questions from prospects and customers. Personally, I would recommend also looking at sales tapes that people have recorded or conversations in customer research. Now, from our quick analysis, we'd recommend including questions such as, what is SaaS operations management? What does a SaaS management platform do? What is SaaS spend management? Now for each question, they can add a short description of the answer, one or two paragraphs, for example, and they can also link out to content which explains the topic in more detail. By using a simple accordion format and the proper structured schema, they can obtain all of the SEO benefits of having the content on the page while not taking too much attention away from their CTAs. It's a win-win asset for the page and it doesn't take long to create. Let's pull this all together here. The examples discussed in this post are just some of the ways that Tori and other B2B SaaS companies can make their content work better for them. Now before jumping to create new pages and blog posts, think again, because it might be that you don't need to right now. The list of these potential optimizations goes on. You can also work to improve your technical SEO performance or select pages and posts to perform a content refresh. But what I hope you take away from this episode is the 80-20 mindset of prioritizing your SEO activities based on effort and impact. That's how you can get quick, affordable wins before tackling the more resource-intensive process of creating net new content. And hey, if you're from Tori and you're listening to this, give us a call. If you're not from Tori, I'll see you next time. So if you enjoyed that today, and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our Work With Us page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter, I'm at IamMarkThomas, that's Mark with a C or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, D-E-V-B-A-S-U. Connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.